July 23, 2021. It's a Watt for Pedro show.
For Pedro Show, happy Friday. Started off the show with Village Blues. That's from uh, that's take three from the Blue World records. John Coltrane, you found up in that attic in uh, Canada. Uh, yeah, very lucky. Wolf Eyes, but look, look at it. it's take three. It's even John Coltrane sometimes couldn't get on the first take, so that should give everybody confidence. <laughs> it's funny that interview where uh, that Dutch guy asked him, you know, uh, tenor saxophone players, which one inf- influenced you the most? He goes, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Like the dudes just starting, right? They, yeah. Then he settles on Sonny Rollins and Dexter Gordon, but just the way he said that is so beautiful. And then we had Wolf Eyes with Texas Rehearsal 2016, and I don't know if you could tell people, but maybe you can suspect I'm not man alone because of the wonder of those Skype engineers from Estonia with that invention of theirs. I got Nate and Johnny from Wolf Eyes with me. Welcome aboard, gentlemen. Hello. What up? What up? Okay, I'll tell you what's up. I'm very curious about you guys' journey through music. But at first, I want to get the individual thing before you guys probably even met each other. Who wants to go first? Uh, what do you want to know specifically? Why? Because that's going to determine who goes first? <laughs> I tell you what, you're looking at a long story either way. We're <laughs> so. well, going to probably have to brief to about like 10 minutes each, but... <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, Jay comes before end, so let's do Johnny. Johnny, uh, please bring uh, your earliest musical recollection. Um, uh, my mom was an accordionist, and she was Miss North Dakota uh, in, in the fifties. So she was still as you know, real pretty and real vain, and she would play accordion all the time. So it was either accordion or the soundtrack to Hair, you know, that had like the tits and ass song. She- Hey, that just, bass man. Yeah. Joe Osborne, yep. the same guy who played bass for Secret Agent Man. These boots are made for walking. <laughs> Always used to pick. Uh, I think a Lafayette, uh, Louisiana guy. And uh, incredible cat. And that 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 is some funky James Jameson bass he puts on that song. So in the pad you grew up there, what part of North Dakota? No, um, North Dakota, but my I was born there, but my dad is uh, ex-brigadier uh, general in the Marines, so we had to move around a lot. Okay. Well, the, yeah. the SAC had a bunch of missile silos. Up. Well, it's probably still do. But I, I'm yeah. wondering about the pad you grew up in. There was uh, musical uh, instruments. There was the accordion in the house, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm just saying. Like, my mom was always performing 
nonstop. So that was always that. Well, what, I, what I'm I'm curious about, did you jump on that fucking accordion? I mean, you know, I love Pauline Oliveris, but it ain't my go-to weirdo key thing. You know what I'm saying? Even as a it, little boy and you're full of fucking wonder still? <laughs> <laughs> you rock that accordion, bro? No, man. It, I don't know. You're telling just, me you never got on that. I tried to, but it's Okay, just, that's all I wanted to know. Yeah. Intent, yeah, intent is nine-tenths of the law. Yeah. Okay, okay. So now let me ask you this. First record you bought with your own money, Johnny. What's that? First record you bought with your own money. Uh, Iron Maiden's Peace of Mind. First gig you sell. Uh, Chicago and a comedian at MSU. You mean CTA, Chicago Transit Authority? Yeah, yeah. With a guitar man accidentally blew his brains out. Don't play with gun, loaded guns, people. They're, they're a good band. And and just think about the guys who played horn in high school until Scott came around. Fuck. Yeah. Right? Either horn that rock. or the theme song from Hawaii Five O. God, how blatant, <laughs> how blatant that fucking Phil, right? You got to hit yeah, every man. fucking Tom, right? <laughs> okay, so l- let me ask you about school, Johnny. Were you in the choir, the marching band, or shit like that? Nope. Zero. Okay, that's all right. I just wonder because some schools didn't even have those fucking things, right? Yeah. And uh, what about the thing, not after school, like graduating, but in the afternoon, the basement band, the yes. garage band, the bedroom band? Did you do that? Yeah, oh, my God. As I had uh, a moped that I painted flames on one side and an American flag on the other. Of course. And I could... I could cart my a uh, stripped down drum set on my moped, so okay, I would have my. Okay, okay, that's good that you mentioned drums because I, yeah. I want to, you know, listen to Wolf Eyes. It's hard to know who's on what. So, <laughs> I, and that ain't a bad thing. That's a righteous thing, and in Watt's book actually, but. How did you get on them fucking drums? Uh, my, the, all right. So there was a guy named Steve who was the second wave drummer for the Crucifix. Steve Shelley, uh, first one. No, not the second one. After Steve Shelley dipped. When it, the Wisconsin record, the real, the eyelinery one. Yeah. He was the drummer on that. Okay. And he, he had it in for my sister. So he was like, oh, I'll give you skater brother drum lessons. So... Odd where you're part of a little fucking and boost. I, I learned a little to play boost. Okay, first. okay. Yeah, I, I learned to play Wipeout, and my mother and sister would dance to that, so that was cool. You know, Wipeout was big when I went to uh, school. The, people do it on the on, with their knuckles on the fucking uh, the bench, right, where we chowed, right? I can't do it because yeah. I'm fucking lame. That's why I'm on bass. But uh, <laughs> that, he gives you a kit. Now, did you get into lessons? Yeah, yeah. He There was... Um, uh, the Carmen Apiece book that came with a flexi of just the beats. So yeah, there was I... also something called t- Drum Drops, right? Where they yep. give you records without any drums so you could play, a lot. I think, Ventures or something. Yeah, and the Capice book was incredible. I mean, incredible drummer, top to bottom. Oh, yeah, you know? Vanilla Fudge, right? Yeah. He had a so... younger brother, too, later on. but Yeah. Vinny. And they, they, they pronounce their last names different. And both are wrong if you live in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> Shows to go you. So, so learning out of the book, a teacher showing, or are you learning out of the book? No, this this dude who's trying to spit game with my sister. Oh, the same dude who gave you the kit also was a teacher, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and how would you uh, describe the experience? Positive, negative? No, it was great. Okay. It was great. No, because yeah. I have people on the show where the teachers almost made them quit music, you know? Yeah. No, it was fantastic. I loved it, 100%. Okay, so now back to the moped with the flames and the flag and, and getting to the prac pad. Because usually the prac pad is the drummer's pad, so we don't have to step, but you had to schlep. Okay. Uh, yeah. Did this band, was it practice band or did you do gigs? No, we did gigs all the time. We, uh, 
we had, uh, you know, the majority of our friends worked uh, as waiters or managers in the hip restaurants. Yeah. So if we put the word out, we could play house shows uh, almost Wednesday to Saturday and get like probably 200 people at each one. Wow. Fuck, that's draw. That's well, a brown rock band. So we were draw. And what was the name of this band, Johnny? Uh, I was in a band called Universal Indians. And I was a band called Plants. I was in Kill Devil Hill with uh, uh, Tom. Do you have the same kind of guys? Or What's that? The, are they the same uh, the bands with different names but the same guys? No, no. It was different guys, different crews all around. Yeah. Well, I want to know who could fucking do five, six days a week at 200 Draw for house shows. Yeah, it was fun. Which yeah, one was, was that? Yeah, but which one of those groups? Um, uh, Kill Devil Hill would do them a lot. Okay. And um, and what about the material? Were you writing your own, or were you? Uh, yeah, well, no one wanted to hear covers. Yeah, know? yeah. Believe me, I come from that in the seventies. Fuck that shit. It's like building <laughs> models. Kind of looks like the real thing, but it ain't. Yeah. <laughs> <Good> point. <laughs> Okay, and uh, so do you remember your first gig ever in front of people? Oh, my God, yeah. Um, uh, it was, I was in a band with a bunch of uh, high school band people, um, and they would always have weird outsider bands playing now and then, you know, just because, you know, people playing the trumpet in the marching band, like that whole crew is really weird. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that, that it's up culture, there with drama class, right? It's just weird. I mean, it's just a weird set, you know? So my first gig was a band called Flowers and Thorns. Uh, and I was playing bass. And, uh, really? It, Whoa. It was a gig, yep. Now, how'd you get on the fucking bass? Uh, I I tried to learn. And I, one of the well, bands. you were getting tired of drums? Or you wanted no, to fill a, a gap? People had a void? They needed a bass? Yeah, I mean, I was just, I was just doing both. Okay. Um, it was the first gig was on bass. It was killer. I was so excited. I woke my mom up to tell her about the gig. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, kick drum is the closest note. It looks like a guitar, but it's really a kind of weird kick drum. <laughs> <at> Tom Tom. <laughs> that, that's righteous, dear. So the gig was a success. You even told your mom about it. Oh yeah, woke her up. <laughs> that's bitching. Yeah. Look, I want to yeah. play short hands number one.
show as shorthands number one people are going to hear shorthands two it was at the end of that but uh, uh, actually not wolf eyes but wolf eyes family but we're going to get to that 
later because we, we ain't even got to Wolf Eyes. We just did the Johnny part. Uh, Lagoon Monster Rubber Mask Part A2. This is Bronze Age UFO out of uh, Balmar. They got a new uh, release here. Cassette. I love these cats. Deerhoof after that. Brand new. Department of Corrections. Uh, um, William Parker, incredible bass man with a a Ava Mendoza on the guitar and Gerald Cleaver on the drums, has brand new Tabasco. Uh, Wharton Tears from Fun City, a uh, drummer man, ran a studio, got to record with him. That's where I got to record with Bob Quine and uh, leaving out on Steve Shelley, a, a, a freeze out, uh, Vision of John Hanna. Mr. Yeah, Luke. Yeah. Mama's printing after that with Island Ho. Just got another trove of their uh, archive, D.C. area. Maybe uh, recorded five, 6,000 songs, did five gigs, 40 years. They're still going. How I Quit Crack. Uh, Sarcophagus Mobile. Chris Cohn's, brother Chris Cohn's, great cat. And he sent me some new stuff. And finally, shorthands number two, the Wolf Eyes family. Nate, it's your turn, brother. Yes, sir. Please bring your earliest musical recollection. Uh, well, you know, I grew up just skateboarding, really, and my brother was uh, primarily a painter. Uh, he was sort of a child prodigy, uh, painting family portraits when he was really young, so I always looked up to the art scene, and he was a punker, you know what I mean, turned me on to the Pistols and Ramones and Stooges. Um, my earliest, earliest I can think of was hopping on a bus going to Tucson and before I left I went to the record store and I bought a trout mask replica and popped it in my cassette player and started heading to Tucson to go get my GED right and I'm listening to trout mask and I, I my brother had said that's probably the weirdest thing you're gonna ever hear and I gotta say I listened to that tape for about three days but it's about two and a half days to get to Tucson on the bus and that's the only tape I had so I listened to that tape so much on the way there that it flipped over backwards, and I kept fucking listening to that thing. Uh, you know, got there and, I don't know, tried to get a job. Worked well, Nate, uh, Nate, two, three days from where? Uh, from Ann Arbor, Michigan, but I lived in oh, California. Oh, shit. Well, that's close to the city is Ann Arbor, most people probably know. College town, right? Stooges. Yeah, I grew up with the Ashtons, man. Like, fucking Scott was like, uh, sort of like my uncle or something, you know? Friend of the family. and his, love Scotty. His uh, stepkids, Simon and Aaron, they were like my best friends, you know? Yeah. That's Ann Arbor. Sarasota. Shit, right? but they're the Florida cats, right? Aaron and Simon? Yeah. Oh, no, they're Chelsea cats, man. We went to, like, Beach Middle School right up until high school, and then we kind of, oh, no, like... Okay, because so I come later in the game, right? Yeah, you come, like... You know, we met you, I think, at ATP, but not the one with the Stooges. But we were there. We opened that whole Stooges night because uh, it was like MC5 and shit. But Wolf That's Eyes right. was. It was the first one in my head. We we saw you. We met you first at ATP when you did the du duo with Hurley. That's right. That's yeah. right. You were telling us uh, Van. Georgie. Like tour horror stories. Van and, stories. Yeah, Van stories. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, the, the, the stepsons of Scotty. Uh, I know him yep. from later on when. Uh, because I-75 is a trippy freeway, people. It goes from fucking <laughs> Detroit to fucking yeah, Florida. Because most go east-west, but there's a little diagonal. There's not many in there, and that's one of them. Oh, dude, 75 on rush hour? Or no, but I want to get back to Nate. Like, he's telling me his earliest music thing is something in high school. I mean, isn't there shit uh, in grade school? Like, were you in the choir, the marching man? 
You know, I played stand-up bass. Whoa. Uh, what, uh, Whoa. But, uh, Don't skip that, man. Uh, we got to know about that. Well, you know, How'd I'll tell that you happen? So that's just you get pushed into those things when you, uh, you know, you get into school, right? I got sort of, I was the tall guy, so like you can play this instrument. I, I played the shit out of that thing. I was first chair for. Yeah. Did you do Arco? We did the Pink uh, Panther, and I was first first chair for the fucking Pink Panther. But after that, I was dropped. <laughs> oh, okay. But I, I, I'm curious. Did you do Arco? I'm trying to do that now on electric bass using a volume knob. But to fucking. Jimmy Garrison, Paul Chambers, excellent with the bow and shit, you know. No, I never, never. Yeah, but yeah, of course. When because I the other stand- question when I ask Arco, right, German or French, overhand, underhand. Okay, so so you tried hard and you did well, but then you got scissored. But I got more into punk and skateboarding, to tell you the truth. Than, yeah, but uh, did that experience you know. of them cutting you have something a bearing on your, uh, I don't know, your perception of organized uh academic yeah. music yeah it made me realize it was just a kit and it wasn't so hard to figure out the kit yeah you know it's just a fucking formula and i was like all right all right and what you maybe i'm gonna take a guess here nate but maybe trot map mass replica said no music can be different it don't have to be a kit. it could be a fucking mystery to be explored well it could be a discovery discovery yeah excuse yeah. me yeah okay yeah. okay so that that record was profound on you uh, uh, I mean, Sonic Youth, too. I mean, you know, that was all kind of... But it went, I think it went Beefheart, Birthday Party, Carolina, uh, Pussy Galore, and then, like, uh, Sonic Youth. Okay, you can know, I ask you, why did you pick Tucson when you were living in Ann Arbor? Because you couldn't get a GED when you were 15 in uh, Michigan. Ah, good point. My brother was living out in Tucson at the time. So ah, I was like, good oh, point. Because yeah. that's another college town. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but actually, it's the the really old Arizona town. Phoenix was a made up town only like eighty years ago or so. Tucson is the real. Uh, I like playing everywhere, you know. So I learned a little bit about stuff. And, um, well, Tucson's great. Yeah, the, everywhere's great. Everywhere's great. Yeah, right? yeah, true that. There you okay, go. No okay. favorites. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because you start getting bigoted and prejudiced, right? And if I'm going to get bigoted about anything, it's just going to be about base. That's and, but but that's tempered with the politics is of base, which to me is you look good making the other cats look good. It's a system, okay. you know. So tell me, base racket. You gave up. You gave up fucking base. You said you got into skateboarding. I know there's a big punk connect with that because it's like you know, start your own style. You don't need a lot of equipment. In Arizona, do you get into music besides just being a fan of other bands? When do you start making your own music, Nate? I mean, I was right then, too, but I was looking at it like, I don't know. It was weird. Uh, I can backpedal a little here. So uh, I think like a couple weeks before I left for, no, like a couple, like a year maybe, I started uh, playing guitar just socially sort of. Like, uh, you know, there'd be these parties where we all like smoke weed and hang out, you know. I think Ann Arbor had a $5 Mota ticket. Yeah, that's the thing. So, you know. We're like 15, 60, whatever, 14, hanging, uh, making a racket, you know? I mean, that's it was a social thing. It was just sort of uh, what we were doing. And it went right along with, uh, you know, we were we, – we had a group of kids, you know? We were all into painting, skating, and, I don't know, digging in the trash. Like, we loved pulling shit out of the trash, 
skating on it and then going home and banging away on it and recording it on our shitty tape players, you know, and that was, that was kind of our thing. I mean, honestly, that's what got me uh, kicked out of high school in a weird way. You know what I mean? And, 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 and uh, you dug these guys, but you had to leave because you got, had to get the GED. So do you make a group of new friends in Tucson? Tucson? No, not a, not a soul. I just hung out there and worked. You took a uh, walk down Lonely Street? Yeah, soul-searching, young soul-searcher, listening to music, you know. Um, I'm still fucking around, making weird noises uh, on my guitar, recording them on my tape player, and I'd put the tape over the erase head so I could make weird layers. Of oh, stuff, so you're using a tape you know? recorder like an instrument. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, that was like... Like I said, all that kind of went hand in hand. Like skateboarding was make your own rules, yeah, make your yeah. own, make everything yourself. You know, parallel universe, parallel fucking universe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, what was the street? Fourth Street, right? That's a big street in Tucson. It's also Bobby Dylan, <laughs> yeah. but that's uh, I think Value yeah, Worlds on there. Yeah, I used to positively Fourth Street. It's about that crazy lady in New Orleans, though. So, but uh, that, there's lots of parallel universes. Yeah. Do you make a band in Tucson? A, even a one-man band? Yeah, I mean, I kind of had like a one-man band in my head. I would just sort of uh, like think about what it would be like, you know, and then kind of map it out in my head while I'm listening to like, you know, like I said, Carolina and like fucking, uh, you know, Pussy Glore being like, yeah, it'd be something like this, you know. And I had uh, what my brother had at a Pussy Glore, no, no bass guitar, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> More room in the boat, but that poor fucking lonely kick drum. Oh, oh the horror. Oh, the horror. Exiled. Like Marlon Blando said, right? The horror, horror. Look, we're at the end of the first hour, July 23, 2021. Special guest, Nate and Johnny from Wolf Eyes. We'll tie for hour two. July 23, 2021. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show.
Yeah. 
started to go this way It's just a shame we all have to pay show start off the second hour with wolf eyes doing gl- desert of glue that wasn't an accident people but kind of was okay the variant brand new crowds are gone times not needed whoa lucas abel out of uh sydney with mace smeared q-tip that's an image there were some motherfuckers these ladies chained themselves to a nuclear facility you know as a protest and they went and put fucking, uh, you know, cayenne, whatever, ghost chili shit in their eyes, you know? And they, it's like, well, I have a trial. Just start burning the fuck out of ladies' eyeballs. Victor Timofeev with uh, Memoriarium, (laughs) Memoriarium, Memoriarium, fuck, I don't know. Sorry for butchering that up, Mr. Victor, out of Ukraine. And finally, Staircase, a little pun rock here. Right? Staircase. Yeah, I'm a staircase. Well, Fi's family. Okay, so, Nate, you're going to have to go on because you left us suspended right in the air there with dreaming of a one-man band. But what was, what was the reality on the dealio? Well, I mean, it, it, the rest is history, really. I got back to, uh, so, I, you know, I hung out in Tucson for a while, doing nothing but listening to music, whatever. Um, I'm dreaming. Uh-huh. Go back to Ann Arbor, and I pick up uh, sort of where I left off with my crew. Um, you know, these crazy artists, skater buddies, and that was kind of where it all started. You know, uh, Nautical Almanac. I know you had Twig on the show. Uh, great, great guest. Great. Yeah, guess. he was one of my oldest friends. He's one of that. He's Baltimore now. now. I think he's Baltimore now. Yeah, he's Baltimore now, but uh, we were going to high school. Actually, we both got kicked out of high school right around the same time, pretty much for the same shit, you know, just, you know, being more interested in uh, being artists and being little, making up our own rules. Let's the freak that. flag fly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, okay. Um, and so uh, but, but you said in a way, you said picked up where we left off. So actually, it's not where it began. It's like, was a continuation, right? It's a continuation, yeah. It, the story is okay. kind of like... A, you know, came back to Ann Arbor. But but the name but the name Wolf Eyes hadn't been realized yet, right? Hadn't been found in the garbage yet. And that's where Whoa. this all ties together. So this crew and I, like I said, we dragged shit out of the trash, skate it, go home, make an instrument out of it. That was what we did for fucking fun, right? Right. And then eventually, you know, that progressed to like uh finding 
shitty keyboards in the garbage and figured out how to modify them so they made crazy sounds. And that progressed into uh, finding, uh, finally, uh, the Wolf Eyes Paul Winter cassette, right? Yeah. That was, you know, and I did the old trick with the Paul Winter tape, put a little uh, little scotch tape over the erase head and started layering uh, that with whatever I had around me, radios and tape players. Paul, Paul Winter, you're, you're telling me he had an album called well, you had the cassette version called Wolf Eyes. Uh, yeah, Paul Winter's Wolf Eyes. That was great. Uh, I, I know nothing about it. You have to hit me to yeah. it. And then there was also Robert Redford narrates uh, Wolf Eyes, which was oh, Wolf Eyes. Was, what was it? A movie involved. or something? Was it a movie? No, these were just uh, well, the Paul Winter one. Paul Winter one's like just a straight up release. Yeah. The it's Robert, got a picture of a wolf on it. It's got a picture of a wolf on it. The so Robert, what is it like an opera or a concept piece or? Not really. It's just sort proto of proto new age. Kind yeah, of like proto new age is a good way. Yeah, and that was sort of where I was like, I was kind of making a pun in a way because I, I was like, this tape is very new age, and I find you know whatever our electronics and our layering was totally psychedelic, and I was like, yeah, it's kind of funny. Call this wolf eyes. Oh, ironic. It, Ironic, you, yeah. What, what's the, what, you know what, here, let me ask you something, Nate. Go what, ahead. What's the opposite of irony? What is the fucking, I mean, reality? I don't know. What is the opposite? Normie? Normie? I don't Norm know. Norm It's a good question. What What's about, question? What, let me put this out there. Wrinkly. Wrinkly? <laughs> what? Ironing? Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, you old cheese ball. <laughs> I want to play, play time designers.
Oh
Watch the Pedro like, show. Uh, Start that chunk off with Wolf Eyes Family. Time desire. So we know a little bit about Wolf Eyes. We'll get into what Wolf Eyes Family means a little bit, people. Manuel Armida after that with uh, Manuel. Sorry, brother. Anyone could sing out of Yellow Knife Cannon. If Moana, Al Margolis, Radio Slaves. If I could only care, Sam Lock Ward featuring Brian Cox out of uh, Iowa City. And the Wolf Eyes Family with UI Disease Gold. So maybe a little more pun rock. Okay. I want to know about the first Wolf Eyes gig. Oh, that would have been opening for Quintron in Chicago. Oh, wow. You're talking about the Oregon Man, Miss Pussycat? Yeah, Oregon Man. Yeah. Old uh, Mr. Inventor. (laughs) Drum buddy. Yeah, Mr. Inventor. I saw him when he was in uh, Math. Do you ever check out Math? No, but but I I heard about it. I only saw yeah, Miss P- Pussycat. In fact, we shared a stage in Denver, Ogden Theater. Right. That's the first time I saw him. Then he ended up in New Orleans, and he was doing gigs at his pad, right? Yeah, Panacea, she is She is something else. She is a real, real solid sweetheart there. Right, right, right. Okay, so how'd that gig go? Um, Pretty good. So it was at uh, this weird, I guess, like kind of wine bar place or something. What the fuck was Burgundy? It? No, no. Oh, well, right. Actually, the very, very first, first Wolf Eyes gig. That would have been open for Zeke Sheck. Okay. I don't think it was Matt Burgundy, though. What the fuck was that? Well, was that, was that gig a success? Now, now Johnny wasn't with you yet, right? You had uh... No, that was the solo thing. I told you, like, you know, that was like... Oh, the okay, okay, now, okay. What Wolf Eyes, or what this one-man band idea, or whatever it was. And it, it was yeah. Wolf Eye. No, nah, it was still Wolf Eyes. Okay. <laughs> Got two eyes. <laughs> now you go a little for a polyphemous little Cyclops thing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Well, what, when did Johnny get in the band? Well, I got to say that would have been uh, like 99, 98, 98 99, like late 98, 99. So yeah. how, how far along is that? Well, uh, Dillaway. See, yeah. I, I was solo for about maybe two, three years. Maybe no, two years, I think. And then Dillaway joined, uh, which I know Dillaway was on the show as well. So, I yeah, shouts out to yeah. Dillo. He joined, like, as a studio guitar player. And he was only on the studio records, but we started doing live gigs. You know what I mean? And, yeah, uh, yeah he joined in 98, and then John came in 99. Okay. And I tell you, the first gig John played with us, where we decided he was in the band, he shows up with a pile of sheet metal. Basically, it's uh, it's aluminum siding, like off his own house or some <laughs> shit. Yeah. And starts tossing it around and making a racket and slicing up our legs. Uh, yeah, it was incredible. You know, I opened my eyes, there's blood everywhere. <laughs> John, are you, are you familiar with a musician named Zev? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, yep. I saw gigs of him at the Hong Kong Cafe in the late seventies and he'd almost be killed by his shit because it'd be yeah. swinging. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, it was a success, right? This guy's in the band and he's going to kill us with his shit. Right. Yeah. I mean, we realized he was, he was either going to kill us or kill himself. And we had a lot of respect <laughs> for that. We were like, damn, he's committed. You know? Right. So, right. Right. It's no, uh, <laughs> it wasn't just all talk. It was a uh, walk in the walk. Yeah, he was crazy. <laughs> right, <laughs> Insane. Right. But we were yeah. but we were 
we were all playing together in different units and stuff. It was like yeah. a family thing back then. Even back know? then, I mean, that's where the fam thing – it's hard. It's why we look at the whole timeline as a splatter because it, there's no other way to look at it. Um, it's just a continuous flow of us jamming together with our friends uh, in different – See, that's what, I, that's what I was trying to ask you about high school, but it wasn't like the high school ones. This was more I mean, like high, a community, right? Yeah. In high school, it was like that. It was, but we didn't. No, it was pretty much the same thing in high school. Tell you oh, the truth. because I asked you, was it the same guys with freak. different names for the bands? Yeah, I mean, we were just a bunch of art freaks, you know, skateboarder art freaks hanging out. I mean, well, we didn't. I got to tell you, Nate. I'm still working on the mind reading, but until then, please yeah. use words. Right. After I think a while, I won't have to fucking do anything, but just pull the fucking thoughts right out of your mind. Yeah, go for it. Can't, can't yet. <laughs> I'm still working. <laughs> uh, you know, it's kind of confusing. As I said, I go back to the splatter, because it really is. It's always yeah, sort of Yeah, I understand. Yeah, that's what community is all about. That's what community is yeah. about, and it's a bitching thing, especially when it's people different. aren't fucking trying to be clones. Look, we're at the end of the second hour, July 23, 2021, and this Wap Peter Show special guest, Nate and Giant from Wolf Eyes. Hold on tight for hour three. July 23, 2021, it's the third hour of the Wap for Pedro Show.
Pedro shall start off the third hour with Chattering Lead from Wolf Eyes. And Vuce after that with Elvacchio. Uh, Wolf Eyes. Rich Train. Catching, and, catching the Rich Train. What's that? What's that? Full title, Catching the Rich Train. But I, uh, I didn't have that. What was yeah, Johnny, Johnny messed up. Yeah, yeah. I got the Breathe version. Uh, Breathe version. But I'm used to that shit. I say what, Pedro, you know, fuck it. Life's too short. Uh, so, you know, you kind of answered the question I had before, the Wolf Eyes family. So, actually, you're talking about this community cats in Ann Arbor that ha- yeah. actually helped develop the sound of the band by everybody being in each other band? Yeah, I think so. I think that's fair to say, definitely. Now, um, what one thing Aaron was telling me about was uh, his... You brought him in as guitar, but he 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 mentioned that stuff. But he said he got into eight track tapes. Well, yeah, I mean, the majority of what we were doing was electronic music. You know what I mean? Um, and adding a guitar to it was sort of an afterthought. Like I'd heard big big stick. You know what I mean? I was like, I want a little bit of that action. You know? <laughs> drag you know? racing, drag, drag racing, racing. Yeah, drag racing, totally. But before that, it was all electronic, you know, and, you know, electronic tape music, same thing. Like, you know, tape music is electronic, you know. Well, what, what's fields? What's what, what do you consider field stuff? Field recording? I mean, I don't know. I think uh, there's like an environmental research uh, genre over in Canada that deals like so much with like uh, recreating, like synthesizing, you know, sort of that sort of idea i don't know what is that even what is that johnny because you know what i ask really the fundamental thing i'm trying to focus on is does it matter if something has the right label no <laughs> good okay. thank no. god this whole thing about genre and shit and, well, you know one of the cabaret voltaire guys his name was uh his last name was Watson. He he quit the band early just to do yeah. field recordings. But in a way, I think he still continued Cabaret Voltaire in a trippy way. Damn straight. Well put. Yeah. Well put. Good observation. Okay. Love it. Uh, I, I, I'm just wondering, because you guys are practitioners. You know, I'm still trying to learn rock and roll and student of Jack Bruce and that kind of stuff. But I'm really into what, well, as a young man, I used to listen to Carl Stone's show on KPFK here uh an imaginary landscape and he would play trippy ass stuff and i had no idea how it was like i had no way to look uh, see that man behind the curtain so all i knew was sound sometimes it sounded like some dude scratching on a balloon like well here's uh here's a here's a question for you uh what do you 
I've been meaning to ask you this. Do you remember a cat? Uh, he's on a couple of the New Alliance comps named Jimmy Smack. Uh, Pedro guy. Yeah. He used to dress up uh, in a kilt, play bagpipes, uh, yeah, have uh, it, uh, makeup on and stuff, like skull face. Was, and uh, he'd whip off the kilt and he'd be in a G-string and he'd have a crucifix and a rubber snake. He got us kicked off the Fisherman Fiesta. We only got one song out because he did that shit. <laughs> he was a dance what? teacher. He'd bone all the ma's of the students. <laughs> Wow. Maybe that's not enough. all of them. Um, <laughs> Maybe. Wow, that's the most I've ever heard about him. I mean, his jams are incredible. They're so intense. That's trippy that you know about Feeble. Okay, that's great. Wow. That's great. That was, uh, you know, us trying to get in. Uh, we were learning about that cassette thing a little bit, you know. You put out your own label. Uh, was he a I want to play a confession of the informer.
I hear voices beneath my skin and hair. We're not driven away by your horse horse stare. The ground is cold as clay. Lifeless worms cloud my day. Retreats made of silvery gray remind us that people shrink every day. And although that mindless mass may still remain, that's mindless to be blamed. Yeah. 
of human beings are always the same. Well, please despise me when you hear my name.
staring outside well that place is never gonna change well I spent too much time outside I've never seen the same Just like a hammer oh, Pull those nails just like your What you can't forget 
Like the undertow you just can't forget Like the days I never felt I would resent All the times I can't forget All this time I hope you can't forget I'll funnel it through your empty eyes. I'll funnel it through your empty eyes. Don't you see? There's nothing left to forget. I'll just let it lie on the lonely bricks. Watch for Pedro Show, last music for this edition. Wolf Eyes with Confession of the Informer. Then uh, Jesse Cuddler with Recorded Elsewhere, June 2019, Assembled at Home, June 2020. From Building a Better Reality Comp, uh, Brent Goodside put out, Milwaukee Cat. Great comp. Finally, Duo 2 slash 18, Wolf Eyes. And, uh, is that the most recent stuff? I wouldn't think so. Uh, we record, I mean, you know, we record uh, every rehearsal and, yeah, you know, we just did a box set released yesterday 
that we've, uh, it's, I don't know, that's even a, almost a year old. Yeah. The Tangled Ratio is like, Does the 2 slash 18 mean February 2018? Yeah, I mean, we record so much, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, what, about during, keep... what about during the last 17 months? Yeah. Uh, it's been more, actually. Yeah. More, because we started working remotely and exchanging tracks. All the shorthands material that you played, that's yeah. done uh, remotely with our friend in Canada, too, uh, Alex Moscow, uh, Montreal. Okay. So trading files, right? One guy. Yeah. One guy. And, yep. and, and, and how do you choose who starts? Uh, it's been usually, usually it's been me or Moscow. So it really, it's either a guitar or a bass line, one or the other, you know, or a rhythm, you know, those three things. Whoever has one of those first starts. A hook. Yeah, some sort of, some sort of composition, something. Okay, <laughs> bass, guitar, these kind of regular things. What's the trippiest instruments you've used in Will Fies? I mean, there's silly things like, 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 you know, rubber bands and, you know what I mean? But the, that's, I mean, so, I mean, we got modular synths, we got homemade, you know, radio fucking squealers. Homemade tape players. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to figure out, like, because, you know, there's only, like, so many different effects, right? Like, there's flange, there's delay, there's distortion, there's fuzz, there's overdrive, high pass, low treble, uh, and a filter. For for example, I had a cat. He said he played sandpaper on his face. Well, you, 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 Lucas Abella, you know. That's, like, that's for the psychologist. <laughs> Lucas Abella is incredible. I mean, I mean, you know, that's not sandpaper, but, you know, Mr. Glassman. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's like the Ramones for self. We used pumping. to tell, we used to tell people that Johnny was playing a sewer pipe that he found in the corner down the street while we were at the gig, and people would believe it. You know what I mean? So. I don't know. It's all perception, you know? That's what I was saying when I was young, listening to Carl Stone's show. I didn't know what was making those sounds, but it was different. Yeah. In in some ways, it was different than Little Richard, but in some ways, it wasn't. That's how I felt when I was listening to Carolina uh, when I was like 15, 16. Like, I had no idea how those sounds were being made. Um, and fucking A, I mean, any... Tangerine Dream, even that, you know. What, like, what, what about Throb and Gristle, like the first annual reports, second, third? Yeah, you know, TG later on, like, you know, um, once I met Dillo and shit, uh, met someone with a crazy record collection. That was when I started hearing all those sort oh, of things. Oh, he's a, he's a big influence on you that way. More than yeah, your brother? More than your brother? Wait, I mean, my brother, you know, stopped at Beefheart, right? That oh, was pretty okay. much it, where... Johnny and Dillo, uh, yeah, I mean. I mean, I, I think people don't, might not realize that we're from the older days that p- getting turned on to new stuff by your buddies was really fucking important. Yeah, it Dude, was. absolutely. fucking amen on that. Yeah. That is so, yeah, that's a good fucking thing. Someone hands you a mixtape yeah. or you get a mixtape to someone? Yeah. Now, here's something I was thinking about the other day that, was kind of fucked up. I was like, everything I owned in the 90s, late 90s, I had found at a thrift store or at, you know, used record store. Every fucking thing I owned, I found myself and sort of, you know what I mean? Or a buddy turned me on to it. It's different nowadays, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, check us out at uh, wolfeyes.xyz. Uh, 
and there's 24 hour radio uh, pictures info. It's the one stop. So W O L F E Y E S dot X Y Z. Wolf X Y Z dot com. Oh, it's Wolf W O L F E Y E S X Y Z dot com. I don't even think you need the dot com. I think it's just uh, X Y Z and you're there. Okay. Or you can use a search engine, people. <laughs> but yeah. uh, and and you're saying it's 24 hour. Mu- you got music and and movies and pictures. Or yeah, yeah. Video. We got a, We've been trying to make an archive of the last like 20, 25 years, just photo. And that's mass. what this box set's about. In a way, yeah. Like, uh, it's all kind of been about that. Like going back, what you asked before, what's up with this fan thing? And it's like kind of always been like that. Sure, uh, sure. And what, does the future look a little different? Not too much. Um, we got a couple cool things coming up. Uh, we're doing a residency at the New York Public Library for the Performing Arts, which I'm pretty stoked about. And I saw the uh, Kerouac scroll there. Thurston took me to that. Yeah, I wouldn't shit you, Nate. <laughs> That's cool. That's trust. I trust. That's trust. I trust you. That's okay, trust. you trust That's me, well, trust me on this. You bring me the new Wolf Eyes. You can come back on the show and let's listen to it and talk about it, okay? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. That was beautiful. Johnny, Nate, both of you, thank you so much for giving yeah, me your time. Absolute safe seas to you. And keep on keeping right, on. Thank you. All right. Okay. Safe July 23, 2021, and just watch Peter. So, people, keep your powder dry. <laughs>